0: Hi, this is Big Talk Michael Glab here. My guest this week in the studio, Cindy Boley. She is one of the longest-termed people here at WFHB. She was here from the very beginning. She's the WFHB volunteer coordinator. Thanks for being on Big Talk, Cindy.
1: Thanks, Mike.
0: There is a big, big shebang going on a week from today at the Players' Pub, Thursday, August 30th. It is called Cindy Bolay's 60th B-Day Party Benefit Concert for... WFHB's 25th anniversary.
1: Exactly.
0: A confluence of anniversaries. U60, the station itself, 25. You were a young punk. I was. When we started out yes. here.
1: I actually never worked at the blockhouse where they first started broadcasting at the transmitter site. Uh-huh. I started when they came downtown about a year later.
0: Let us uh, clarify that we don't mean the blockhouse that exists now that's correct. the late night club but you've seen everybody come and go.
1: I came and went, but yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah
0: if I may steal a quote from someone you've worked with mm-hmm. George Walker, the noted uh, classical music d j over at w f i u he said of you, the lady gets around
1: that's correct. <laughs> That's correct.
0: Cindy, there's a nice piece on you in uh, this month's Rider magazine.
1: Yes, and I'm very happy to uh, have, I don't know if I should out him or not, but it was Paul Sturm who wrote that article.
0: And he did quite a nice job. Yes. Let me me steal a quote from him. Talking of you, he writes, In our convivial B-town, brimming with joyful souls, young and old, who often seem to know and relate to each other like a bucolic network of inbred kin. Oh boy, Cindy is among the most connected and better known.
1: He's talking about you. Thank you. Yes, you're I, like I, a big shot. I like to think that I am. Um, I am a connector. I like. I'm not, you know, the main queen bee. You know, I'm the one of the worker bees that connects all the little hivelets together.
0: You're the glue. That's right. So there is going to be this benefit concert. Who's all going to be at it?
1: Well, the opening act is one of my favorite bands, the Uke Tones. Uh Aha. Kathy Romy is a programmer here at WFHB. She is. She does Golden Age Radio, and she does a fabulous job of it, too. She and Dennis Riggins share that show, and I, I listen to it every chance I can get.
0: And uh, she has three partners in that group. They have been described by a very talented and creative writer as uh, women of a certain age who all wear glasses.
1: They call themselves that, too. Yeah, Yeah, right. I love it. And then the second act is going to be Bob Lucas by Uh himself as a solo uh, performer. Um, He has performed in many different groups, I'm sure. Uh, he, I started listening to him with a band called Eclectricity, uh-huh. which included Miriam Sturm, Paul Sturm's sister. It's, you see why there's connectedness in There's an yeah.
0: inbredness <laughs> uh, of a sort, yes.
1: And then Opal Fly and Kapow will be taking the stage. Wow. She's amazing. Yes. Yes. We'll have some entre-acts, as they say in France, but um, we will keep those to ourselves for now. And then to close the show, it will be Mercury Johnson and the Evan Runes. And that's um, what we're loosely calling Piney Woods' new band.
0: Uh-huh. Well, it should be fun and the idea is to raise a little money for this community radio station. Exactly, yes. Now, uh, uh, help me out here. What is the difference between a community radio station And a public radio
1: station. Commercials, number one. We have what are called underwriters. You know that. And um, in commercial radio, they are are advertising revenue. We have underwriting revenue, which means we can't do certain things on the air when talking about them.
0: Right. We can't mention the price of this product Uh and things on that order.
1: Or go to Joe Blow's Tires. You know, we can't.
0: He's got the best service in town. Exactly,
1: right. So those are the kind of things that uh, are different about community radio, but we also are run by volunteers, basically. Mm -hmm. All of the programmers at WFHB, all the DJs, are volunteer. Mm -hmm. And even when the staff is on the air, they're considered be a, that's their volunteer time or their sandbox time, as Brian Carney used to call it. <laughs> the and original
0: uh, general manager. General manager, exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it's um, it's form radio. We don't have a playlist of music. A lot of commercial radio stations say, "Here's the you know twenty song, twenty album playlist, and you pick from that." Or we're going to show you, tell you which ones to play in a certain rotation. And then that's why you hear the same song every three hours or so. (laughs) So, uh, yeah.
0: You know, Cindy, while we're here recording in the other uh, studio, the live on air studio, is a very terrific uh, DJ.
1: Her name is Adrienne Pontecorvo.
0: And she played a song, just to illustrate what you're talking Mm -hmm. about. She played a song a few minutes ago that seemed to have Arab, Middle Eastern vocals with a little bit of country twang, musical background. Without it, no. And it it was fabulous. And that's the kind of stuff you hear on this community radio station. We're also
1: intimately, as you might think, connected with the Lotus Festival, so you're Uh going to hear a lot of Lotus music here. That's the international flavor, too. But we also... I mean, Lotus is not 100% foreign right. language stuff. We'll have Uncle Earl there from the U.S. and, you know, other bands. So Bob Lucas is even going to be in Lotus this year. So I worked for the Lotus Festival, too, for a while. That was fun.
0: Nice. You have volunteered for just about every organization there is. Right. You've volunteered here. you volunteered for Lotus Fest, Unitarian Universalist Church. You take tickets at... Uh, stage play venues, at music venues, at dance venues. You do all this kind of volunteer stuff.
1: Well, that's what's great about Bloomington is you can, you can attend events by volunteering at events. Uh-huh. And that's my draw. You know, I mean, I'm, I could like to say I'm altruistic in a way, but really I just want to see the play. Right. And they let me, if I stand there and hand out programs. How right. great is that?
0: So many things you've done, including you've gotten involved a little bit in politics, apparently. You did travel to Cuba when the normalization process was in effect under former right. President Barack Obama.
1: It was a wonderful, eye opening time, let me tell you. You went with a group? I did. The Cubamistad is the uh, group in Bloomington, and we have a sister city in Santa Clara, Cuba. Uh-huh. And we traveled to Havana, and then we, you know, did some sightseeing there, and then we drove over to Santa Clara, and it was really great. We saw all kinds of things, organic farms and beekeepers, and uh, we got to visit an uh, old folks home, mm-hmm. uh, which is ex- exclusively for women, which was wonderful, ah. and uh, it was just an amazing trip, and I wouldn't have... Traded it for the world.
0: In other words, it was it was sort of an outreach to say, hey, we can be friends. Exactly. Which we haven't been friends since what is it, uh, 1960 or so? Well,
1: actually, Cubaistan has been going over there for quite some time. Uh. I had friends in the group, uh, Cindy Roberts, and she also is a DJ here at WFHB. So. Uh, is everybody a DJ? Here? I know we have probably 150 or so DJs, or at least people working here. So I would say your neighbor is probably a a DJ at WFHB. Your
0: next-door neighbor. You're the one who sort of uh, wrangles all those
1: cats. I am currently, yes. Back in the day, they they needed somebody to do that, so I said I would do it. And uh, then I was hired here for a while. I worked uh, as a part-time operations manager. And then... I went away for a while, and then I came back, and other people were doing volunteer organization here and uh, just became a DJ, and then those people went away. You know, it's kind of a revolving door here sometimes because of our college yeah. know, uh, experience here in Bloomington, and um, the position became open, and I said, sure, I'll do that. I've done it before.
0: What kind of people are we looking for? Oh, boy. What do they need to have as a background? Really,
1: nothing. You know, warm bodies would be nice. Although we do have a, f- a friend in W F H B who has some not so warm bodies in her life. She is a. Uh, she likes to foster reptiles.
0: Scaly tails.
1: Scaly tails, exactly. Yeah. 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 And Cheryl is. Cheryl. Uh, she's on our board of directors, and she's. Anyway, so to be a volunteer at W F H B, you have to have interest in being a volunteer at W F H B. Yeah. It can be a winnowing process, shall we say. You know, when you have wheat and you throw it up in the air and the chaff flies away. Yes. Oftentimes we'll have, you know, six or eight people come to a volunteer orientation. And maybe three of them become volunteers here. So it's not for everybody. And we'd be happy to have anybody come and, and visit us and check us out. If you think you want to do it, that's great. It's not going to happen tomorrow. You know, you come orientation and it takes a while to get through the process of training here but um, we're, we'll be happy to train you and let you um, get your legs here.
0: You take people on a tour of the station yes. and you show them all this equipment and uh, a lot of it's even new <laughs> believe it or not.
1: I know it's wonderful we get grants Yeah. Uh, every now and then the Sophia Travis fund gave us some money recently and then um, I'm sure it's. We always need new headphones and, right, you know, cords and things. So microphones. Exactly. We're speaking into them right now. Well, we've had these for a while, but yeah, I
0: agree. <laughs> yeah. And we've got this beautiful new software system for programming, and it's it's lovely. I mean, we've stepped into uh, the 1990s. Exactly. I think, oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, we do have some automation sof- yeah. software, which makes it easier for us to. A little walk away from the station every now and then in case uh, we need to. Powder do- our nose. Exactly. Yeah.
0: All that stuff costs money. We like to go out into the public with our hats in our hands at various times of the year. Actually, if you want to donate to the station, you can donate any day. But there
1: WFHB.org, are- hit the big donate button.
0: It's red. Yes. It, it, to my recollection. Like a fire yeah. truck. Like a fire truck in a week from today. Cindy Bolay's 60th birthday party, a benefit concert for WFHB's 25th anniversary. Uh, that's at the players' pub, as I've said, if you're just joining us, Cindy Bolay is our guest, the volunteer coordinator here. And uh, as she's told us, anybody can come in. Exactly. And volunteer. Does that mean you, uh, like, uh, after a little bit of training, you go right on the air and start playing records?
1: I wish we could say that that was the case, but no. What happens? Usually we have two training modules for DJs. We have uh, Richard Fish, who does awesome audio theater program on Sunday night. Yep. He With,
0: also uh, does the Firehouse Follies.
1: He does, and that is happening this weekend. Uh-huh. So that will be over at the White Hart. Waldron Auditorium from four to six. Richard does a training module called Radio Basics, and you learn all about the history of radio and the history of FHB and other various things about the station. Then you move on to mixology Ah. with Mr. Jim Mannion, who's our uh, music director, and he'll teach you how to run the control board. And then you do another couple of shifts to train to practice doing that with other DJs, then you shadow a DJ, uh, and uh, if there's a slot open, you can move into it. So it's it's a many-week process, and you don't have to always be a DJ. You could be in the news department, or you could be somebody who comes in and tidies up every now and then. We certainly need that (laughs) with 150 people, yeah.
0: And desk jockeys as opposed to disc jockeys.
1: Exactly, that's what we call the person at the reception desk. The face of the station, if somebody comes in, or the voice of the station, if somebody calls. Mm-hmm. Many important people call. They return calls to the news department, senators, congressmen, right. congressmen's aides for sound bites on our daily local news. Happens every Monday through Thursday at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. We always need people to do that.
0: Now, I uh, started out here... I went right into the news department because news was my background, and I am telling you, I was so impressed. Those, This was back in the days of uh, our former news director, Chad Carruthers, and I found it to be the equivalent of a college education right, in radio journalism.
1: You bet. It's it's an amazing thing we do, and, and people come in and say, wow, this is, you know, there's fiberglass panels on the wall, and uh, the carpet's kind of dirty, but... What we do with what we have is really an amazing thing.
0: This is the old firehouse. Exactly. The actual old firehouse right. for the city of Bloomington.
1: And we are standing in one of them. We're yeah. sitting in one of them, I should we say. We are recording we, in one exactly. of them. Exactly. And uh, it sounds pretty good.
0: This is radio. How in the heck did you get involved well, I was, with this whole ball of wax here?
1: I was involved in, in WQAX when I was in college which is the cable radio station that is no more near and dear to our hearts we we cable casted through the miracle of the plug in the wall i don't understand how it worked but you could <laughs> plug your your radio into the wall and you would get WQAX
0: no I kidding. I honestly
1: don't understand it, but, if it, you know, on campus in the dorms. So that was fun. And then I met Henry Rue, who used to be the chief engineer at WFIU, and uh, I started working there part-time during college and got hooked, basically. Got hooked on radio. Oh, man. It's uh, pushing buttons and uh, twiddling dials. That's me thing. And talking. Um, no. I was on WQAX. I did not like it. I did not like announcing. No. no. I like to play 20 tracks yeah. and then go back and back announce them. That must have been painful for those listening. <laughs> it's just not my thing. So uh, at one point, somebody interviewed me here at WFHB, and I said I would never... I'm never going to be on the radio. Just not going to happen. I would be behind the scenes, do all kinds of things, but I'm never going to be on the radio. Uh, Obviously, that has changed.
0: Because you have an air shift uh, this week.
1: Every Tuesday, 1 to 3 p.m., I'm on the Tuesday afternoon music mix.
0: What are some of the types of music you like to play?
1: Um, I would say just about anything. I love all the stuff that Kathy Romy plays on Golden Age Radio, so I might play Harry James. (laughs) I might play, you know, anything from that show. I might play Aretha Franklin. Of course, we've always heard a lot of Aretha recently. And I love a lot of the Lotus artists. I'm a big fan of Swedish rock, so I'll play Swedish rock music. Uh, You you name it. Uh, uh, Polka music.
0: You're all over the Accordion
1: music. Yes, I know. I I kind of lean toward folk music, but uh, then again, I'm not opposed to playing ACDC every now and then, (laughs) so Aerosmith, I don't know, you know.
0: Do you feel comfortable speaking before a microphone? I do now, yeah. Yeah? I
1: I can't say I'm a public speaker because that still kind of scares me a little bit, all those faces staring at me. But hey, that's the beauty of radio. You can uh, be by yourself in a little room. I'm not... An emotion, an emotionally effusive person. I, uh, I'm not gonna jump up and down. I, If I win the lottery, I'll be like, all right, I can pay some bills. <laughs> so, yeah. Now that
0: comes across your radio voice persona. Mm-hmm. You can hear that in you. It's very even keeled.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's no yelling involved. No. There's no hitting the uh, red spots. <laughs> I try not dial. to,
1: yeah, right. So you,
0: you've you've overcome that uh, that initial fear of yours. A lot of the people who've been on these microphones have been some really successful radio
1: personalities. That's certainly the case. Can I name a few of them for sure, you? Sure, yeah.
0: I'll bet you've worked with some of them. David Brent Johnson, mm-hmm. Yael Cassander. You bet. Brother William Morris, our old friend. I,
1: I like to remember the days that I trained him, and he has... A radio persona par excellence.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, uh, the interesting story about him, he started off as a desk jockey. Someone didn't show up for an air shift one Friday afternoon. Wow. Mannion came in and said, help us. Brother William ran out to his car where he keeps a million CDs, and he brought a bunch in, and he went on the air, and history was made. Also, uh, another alum who has made a name for herself, our former news director, Allison Bechtet. Now the news director at Aspen Public Radio over in Colorado. She's doing a fabulous job. Oh, do I wish I was there. You know, when you see pictures of her and there's snow on the ground, there are mountains. I know. (laughs) I love it. It's beautiful. But all those people were here. They cut their teeth here. They learned here. They taught here. Anybody can almost make a career for themselves.
1: Exactly. By
0: starting right here. You bet. You bet. This is a college course, as I said, not just in news, but in uh, music programming and so forth.
1: And in the in the month of September, Mm -hmm. we are hosting a an Ivy Tech class here, the art of DJing. Wow. That's happening every Wednesday. Uh, in the month of September. I don't know how they're going to fit that all in within Fundrive and with uh, Lotus happening, but they, yeah. uh, they've they decided to do it. So um,
0: So they're going to bring Ivy Tech students in here who are taking the class? It's whoever
1: signs up for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great.
0: Fun. That's what happens here at WFHB. Again, it's Bloomington's community radio station. And let me uh, track back a little. When I asked you what was the difference between community radio and public radio, you essentially answered what was the difference between community radio and commercial radio. True that. There is a distinction between us and WFIU. We're both non-commercial. That's correct. But what makes us different from FIU? Besides the fact Besides, that you and I are here,
1: exactly. There's volunteers here. Yes. There are. Yeah. They get. They pay their announcers over there. Um, we have a different format. They yeah. are a classical slash jazz station. Um, they have a couple of folk music shows and you know uh, things like that. But those are syndicated for the most part. And Uh, they're
0: connected with uh, um, uh, public radio. And they're
1: connected with Indiana University. And Indiana University. And uh, the foundation, I'm sure, funds them in some way. Uh, The Corporation for Public Broadcasting is a connector between the two of us. We both are funded, in part, by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Right. Which is one of the things I wanted to bring up on this interview because... The Corporation for Public Broadcasting, when we began, was not funding WFHB. No. But one of our former general managers, you know, shook some hands somewhere and got that to happen. So now we do get a bunch of money from from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Right. And the... The thing that's happened between the time when we started getting the money and now is that they've kind of moved the goalposts a little bit And that we need to raise a certain amount of money, and that amount is larger than it used to be when we first signed up.
0: So we can't just sit back and exactly. reap in all their money. You bet. We've got to do a little bit of work on our own, or a lot of bit.
1: It's kind of like a matching grant. Yeah. You know, we have to make a certain amount of money, and... They don't exactly match it, but they um, give us some money for doing that. Basically, it's kind of a little reward money. But um, if we don't match that, they give us a grace period of one year. If we don't match it one year, we have to match it the next year. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, guess what, folks? We didn't match it last year.
0: So we better get on the stick.
1: That's another reason to have a benefit birthday party. For WFHB.
0: Again, that's a week from today, August 30th, Thursday, 6 to 11 p.m. at the Players Pub. It's your 60th birthday party. Not many people <laughs> run around saying, hooray for me, I'm 60 years old. In fact, a lot of people try to keep it a secret. Nah.
1: What's the point?
0: What is the point? I don't know.
1: It's, I guess people are ashamed of being old. I don't know. I'm, I don't consider myself old. We're smarter. I'm never going to act my age. How about that?
0: You'd better, lady. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, wait a minute. This isn't the first Cindy Bolay event that I've heard of. In fact, uh, about 10 years ago.
1: Exactly 10 years ago.
0: You were turning 50, I guess. Exactly, yeah. There was something called the Six Degrees of Cindy. Yes. What was that?
1: That was another benefit for WFHB. We... um, uh, it doesn't seem like people wanna celebrate those in between birthdays. Yeah, so yeah. you know, you gotta do the milestones, right? Yeah. That uh this actually this event, you've been calling it this long name, but it's actually called the Age of Cindy this time. The but that's Age okay. of Cindy. Yeah. And uh, it's because it's a benefit for WFHB, it's great to call it, you know, whatever you called it the benefit <laughs> for WFHB <laughs> birthday thing. party. Yeah. yeah. So, um uh that's Really what I want to focus on, I don't really care that I'm 60. So, you know, it's really more about WFHB and having a great time, which is what you're going to do when you listen to WFHB, right? And having a good time when you go to the Players' Pub next Thursday.
0: A week from today.
1: And uh, party down.
0: When is the next volunteer orientation get-together?
1: The next one is, it's always the first Wednesday of every month from 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock. We, and they
0: come where?
1: They come to 108 West 4th Street. That's the, uh, the behind studios.
0: the uh, Waldron Center. Correct, yep. Actually part of the entire building.
1: Right, between College and Walnut.
0: Yep. And uh, just show up, put their name on a list. They sit in this big production room, and they get the spiel from you. So much going on here at this community, and this is a lively community, a dynamic community. There's about 100,000 people in Monroe County, 80,000 people during the school year here in Bloomington itself. It's a happening place. And our voices are going out. (laughs) And everybody's hearing us. Are we big stars? Uh, Maybe you are. Oh, you. <laughs> no, maybe you are. You're on every week. You've Thank got you. the air uh, uh show and uh playing your music all over the map. Just a reminder, come on next week, Thursday, August thirtieth, six to eleven PM at the players pub for the age of Cindy, celebrate her sixtieth birthday, celebrate our WFHB's twenty-fifth anniversary. It's a benefit concert. With all of those people that you've mentioned already, I hope everybody comes to it. Cindy Bolay WFHB volunteer coordinator, thank you for being on Big Talk.
1: It's been a pleasure and an honor. Thank you, Mike.